Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 124. Life becomes much simpler with these six basic truths. There's really like 20 in here. <laughs> when I read these back, I'm going to I'm going to go through each of these. There's like multiple points of reference in each one. But I find that these six basic truths, which this is something that I wrote some time ago, has been a very beautiful guiding force for me. And I feel like they could apply to anyone. And I feel like when you own these ideas and you're accountable and responsible for the way you embody them, you'll see everything that you're looking for. And a lot of the things that we make very complex become much simpler, right? So let me just jump right into it and you'll see what I mean. Number one, live honest. Treat people with love as a reflection of how you would love yourself. Trust what you feel. So there's like 3 million things in there, but like live honest. Listen, the Bible, Torah, all these spiritual manuscripts talk about the truth shall set you free. In truth, you are free. When you are honest, when you are authentic, when you are communicative, when you are saying how you feel, when you are trying to also show grace and compassion, respect to other people right back, when you're not projecting, but instead you're owning where you're at, And when you are honest, that is, I've said before on the podcast, you're one of your highest forms of love that you could probably, it's if not the highest form of love, honesty is love. You are willing to make sure you're not holding back any aspect of the truth. And therefore you're never really worrying about what happens from not holding back. Treat people with love as a reflection of how you would love yourself. This one, I think, sometimes trips people up because people say, I've heard people say all the time and they've asked for advice and they say things like, well, I was really good to them. I was really kind to them. I was really, you know, I loved them, you know, like the way I love myself. They didn't treat me that way back. No, I get that. It doesn't mean that you should stop treating people the way you would treat yourself. It just means that the sermon now has to kick in. Honesty has to kick in and you now have to go, oh, okay. Um, if I'm not re- being respected back, I won't go to that level, but I also won't stay around for that level to keep on the receiving end of that. This is why we have choices, which I'm going to get to that about choices, here. but this is why we, we have choices. It's number four. I'm going to get to number four with choices, but we're not here to suffer. It's our choices. You're, you're, you want to treat people as a reflection of how you would treat yourself. If it's not reciprocated, All that tells you is a signal of, well, if I were being honest, well, how would I handle the situation and move on from here? And then of course I threw in there, trust what you feel because that's your intuition. And if you can learn to practice listening to your intuition and exploring your intuition and being curious about your intuition, that's going to make you more and more and more honest. And the more honest you are, the more loving you are. And the more loving you are, the more respectful you are. And the more respectful you are, the more discerning you are. And the more discerning you are, the more you won't be confused by the way in which the world or others operate. Number two, make sure how you move is a reflection of what you want in others. This is a big one. I always say anything I want in, in others, I, I can reciprocate. 
it's not to say everybody will move like you. They're not going to. But make sure that what you want in this world, you are embodying those things. Make sure you're behaving that way. You know, when you ever see, like, you ever see people nitpick on other people or complain about other people or, and, and anybody can do it. So, like, let's just, you know, keep ourselves honest here. The goal is to do it less, less, and less until the point where you don't do it anymore. But if you are nitpicking at somebody or if you're pointing something out so much, etc., really you're, you're pointing out something in yourself. When you embody the things that you want to see in others, others will either naturally do it or they won't. And that's how who's around you and who won't will be dictated. That's how your circle will form. And you'll never, again, this goes back to number one, you'll never be confused. I mean, you might be disappointed, but that's also an disappointment. Let's be honest with that. That's an attachment, an expectation of hoping of how people will behave. But we can't do that. How you move is a reflection of what you want in others. And that's how it should be, in my opinion. How you do things, if you're doing them with integrity, you're going to see integrity, or at least that's what you're going to want in others. If you move respectfully and with grace, that's what you want in others. If you want honesty, loyalty, love, when you behave like that, that's what you want in others. And the cool thing is, is you'll feel confident and comfortable knowing that you already behave like that. So it's not, an, it's not a demand. It's a, an alignment. Number three, don't tell anyone how they should be. That's their job. If they're not showing up to their job well, then you know everything you need to know. This is a big one. See how they're all interconnected, by the way? Don't tell anyone how they should be. Are you going to tell people how to, how to live their lives? You should do this. Oh, really? I should do what? How are things going in your life? Oh, well, they're going really well. They're this and that. If they're going so well, why are you, know, you so concerned about mine? Now, again, I get it out there. Parents, I get it. Uh, loved ones, you really want for your, your loved ones or your children. or who, I get it. I totally get it. We all want for our loved ones. We all want the best. Let us behave like it and they will follow suit let us be in our purpose let us be in our prayers let us be in our divinity let us be in our health let us be in our alignment now we represent what that can look like versus telling others to make sure that they're doing that Because what you find often is when you tell others how they should do things, defensiveness, resentment, bitterness, anger, they may not be there yet. Or they may be so frustrated trying to figure it out that they don't need to hear any more about how much they're not that. <laughs> that could be it too. Empathy. I have empathy for a lot of people because I'm like, you may, I don't know where you're at and you may be dealing with something that I'm unaware of. I'd rather be an open ear and listening and seeing how that in some way contributes to your forward movement. And if you're choosing not to show up to the job of you well, just also keep in mind respectfully that I have to keep playing the game well for me. You know, life is a team sport, even though we are all individual players. So 
you know, I, I'll know everything you need to know. And again, I've referenced this a million times. I can't help it. But when it came to Kobe Bryant, this isn't even about basketball. This is about Kobe Bryant's thought process when he was asked about, you know, why are you such a ball hog? And I've told you this before, but I love this. And he was like, it's not that I'm a ball hog. And it was that he was like, they showed up late to practice. I was there first and they showed up late. When they were there, they were on their phones. I was practicing and present. They left early. I was still practicing and I was present. So yeah, when the game is on the line, they're not showing up to their job well. I'm the most likely option for making the final shot or I'm the most likely option for making the shot. He And it wasn't until he explained that that people started to understand like, oh wow, it had nothing to do with being a ball hog and wanting to take the shot all the time because he, he, like, he didn't want anybody else to take it. He, he wasn't sure who else would in most cases be able to take it until some of the players started practicing more like it and he could, he could, and then he started learning about some leadership and how some of those other players eventually started showing up. He didn't tell them to say how they should be, although he tried, but they, it, didn't, it didn't work, right? If anything, it moved them further away sometimes. It was when they showed up that they became more reliable that he knew then he was running with a team. Number four, we're not here to suffer. It's our choices that make us thrive when we commit to good choices. We are not here to suffer. We're not. It doesn't matter what circumstances you come from. And we all come from some kind of circumstance. And we can label it anything you want. Well, this person has that. This person didn't have this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. doesn't matter. Choice. The beauty of free will. Being here on earth, we have free will. And we are not here to suffer. God wanted to, God wanted to experience himself through man, God, creator, created man. Man is a creator, right? Humans, we are creators, you know, in and of itself. And we were given the blessed um, right of free will. How else does God experience God? How else do we experience ourselves? Through free will, through our choices. Now, depending on what choices we make, which we will not always make the right choice, that's life, but it helps us choose better the next time. We're not here to suffer. A basic truth is keep making better choices. How do you keep making better choices? Every time you make a choice that didn't necessarily work out too well, or maybe it didn't, you want to optimize it. Take a moment. What would I have done differently? How can I move differently? How can I have a, a different outcome? How can I have a better outcome? What can I do differently? That was one of the biggest lessons I learned when, uh, you know, years ago in 2014, when, you know, I mentioned before when everything changed my life, it didn't matter that a lot of the things were external. The first thing I asked myself was, what can I do differently? I want to move differently. I want to have a different life. And I didn't delegate that away to anybody. I had to start understanding my choices. Don't make it harder and keep repeating the same choices and wondering why you keep getting the same results or wondering why you keep getting the same outcomes. You keep seeing the same patterns. You keep picking the same people or you keep getting the same jobs, keep seeing the same amount of money, the same thing issues with the health. It's all a choice. And 
you can outsmart yourself. <laughs> you know, you can find, as I, I talked about in another podcast, you can find mechanisms to put in place to ensure success. Because it's like, oh, if I make a choice, like I told you guys before, it's like I knew that if I kept going to the gym, but I didn't know what exercise I was pairing with the body the right way and with the foods I was eating and all this other stuff, I, I wasn't really seeing the results that I would ultimately want. All right, get a trainer. So you you think about what you can do differently. How do you make a different choice? And I get it, by the way. Some people will say, well, you know, trainer's a luxury. It's money. Yeah, it is. Money. It is a luxury. Everything, everything good for us can be looked at as a luxury. Is it not worth it? And by the way, keep in mind what luxuries really are. They're not things. Those are byproducts. Those are material things. Real luxuries. I mean, your health, your family, your purpose. I mean, these things are abundant, beyond abundant. You'll get all the material things from that. So, yes, certain things may cost some money. You are worth the investment. So figure out how to make that investment work for you. What do you have to alter in your lifestyle? I had to alter a lot of things in my lifestyle at different times. A lot of things. And when I didn't necessarily have the money, I found new ways to make it so I can ensure that I kept doing the things that were good for me and reinvesting in myself. Life is a game. Life, we're all entrepreneurs of our own life. Number five, love is the way. Boundaries are the respect. Actions are the priorities. And words have the power. Make them mean something. That's it right there. All of that. Love is the way. Right? When I act... And uh, again, I'm not talking about fairy tale love. I'm talking about leading from a place that isn't hurt and destructive and traumatized and we've all dealt with every kind of thing you can imagine they don't define you you just carry them with you and you make a narrative and then sometimes that becomes your definition and your identity but it's not it's not real when i say love is the way you are leading from intention you are leading from presence you are leading from honesty respect gratitude boundaries that's why i said boundaries are the respect love is the way boundaries are the respect actions are the priorities it's not lovey-dovey and then oh like and then these people hurt me and this happened and that happened it's like no boundaries are the respect L lead with love lead with boundaries and then your actions are the priorities well your actions produce the boundaries which create the respect and all of it is love and I said, words have the power, make them mean something. Whatever you are saying on a continuous basis, whatever you're saying to yourself, whatever you're saying to others, whatever you have on repetition, your words are creating environments. They are creating the entire world around you. Make them mean something. And when you are intentional about the words that come out of your mouth, and it's, by the way, it's okay to correct yourself. I, I did it for many, many years. It's funny. And it still can, some can catch it even now, but it's almost, it's so instant. It's a muscle now, but you can't say, well, if this happens, I'll be like, oh, when this happens. And it's cool because what would happen is as I would correct myself in front of people, I noticed that people would say, they would smile 
And they liked that. And it was almost an affirmation of them to do the same thing. This is the ripple effect of our behavior. Think about it. If you didn't act with good behavior, people get turned off. And then now they act turned off. And everything's like magnets, right? <laughs> it's kind of funny. When you really, really break it down and make it very, very simple. When you, but when you act with grace, when you act with poise, respect, you know, or, or like even that simple thing of uh, maybe it's just saying hi to a stranger, but that simple thing where I corrected myself. I've seen it so many countless times where you see somebody smile and then they take it upon themselves like, huh, I like that. And then they now are implementing it. But the magnet just made uh, an outcome, uh, a personality shift, not a personality shift, but a, a, a shift in energy, right? All around. And so... The same applies when you are not in your gratitude, when you're not in your grace, when you're not in your respect on all these other things. Uh, not only do you repel, but then they might have, it might have the ripple effect where they can get into a mood and then they may repel and so forth and so on. Everything is energy, everything. So if words have the power and it's our actions for which our words then become real, make your words mean something. And the last one, of course, you know I have to throw this one in, God. When you don't know what to do, pray. Trust God. When you don't know what to do, pray and trust God. On other episodes, I know there was the one that's now kind of a quote of mine that kind of went a little viral on, on Instagram and a couple other places. Uh, said, when you don't know the signs that God's sending you, ask for the billboard. Sometimes we need a little bit more, and that's okay. Just know that when you ask for a little bit more, be present enough to see it happening. Although uh, I've found that when I ask God for the billboard, it's pretty loud. <laughs> so, but when you don't know what to do, pray. I pray every day. And I'm even now finding myself praying throughout the day more and more and more. Sometimes it's a prayer of gratitude. Sometimes it's a prayer of releasing uh, something that I don't know and can't seem to solve in the moment and asking God for guidance. Sometimes it's casting the burden off to God so I can go free. Sometimes it's asking God to work through me in any given situation. So that way my words are more aligned with you know, how I want to be and how I want other interactions to flow when you don't know what to do pray trust god it's a practice it's an integration it's and it's scripture's great you know i think it's great and you can go even deeper with it you can get into a very metaphysical place with it whereby you are deeply ingrained in god's energy and just having a conversation very self-reflective meets personal guidance meets surrender and letting go to to god and allowing something greater than you to to move through you versus trying to force make everything happen or every solution come through remember i said on number four we're not here to suffer we're not even when it feels like it. and let me tell you something you guys are not alone i have many moments where i'm like what the what am I doing? You know, it happens. It happens. It's a very real thing. I push through it with these different things that I talked to you about on the podcast. Every day we get up, we're not done yet. So every day I wake up, I'm like, thank God. All right. You got a lot more for me to keep doing. Got it. 
What a blessing. Thank you for trusting in me. Now I'm going to go ahead and pray to you <laughs> for all the things that I need. But when you don't know what to do, pray. And when you do know what to do, pray. That's the other thing, too. When you do know what to do, pray. Often I've been finding myself more in gratitude. It's been helping me really appreciate how far I've come and how much God has given me. Even if, you know, um, there's still so much more to go, it doesn't matter. I just feel so grateful for God's presence in my life. And when you start to connect the dots and you see how things worked out or you quote unquote didn't think they worked out, but they kind of really did, but you just maybe haven't put that piece together yet. That's the beautiful part about timing. You know, sitting with God and having a peaceful time and letting go is everything. Absolutely everything. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in as always. Life becomes much simpler with these six basic truths. I hope you found them helpful. I know they've been very helpful for me. I appreciate you. Thank you for always tuning in. Please leave a written review on Apple. It helps expand the awareness of the show. Please leave a five-star review on Spotify. Guys, please. I, I really, truly appreciate it. Uh, I've been having a lot of new listeners uh, coming onto the podcast. Uh, so I appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, you guys can get on my texting app, by the way, 480-530-7352. This is unfortunately right now only for U.S. residents. 480-530-7352 is the phone number of the texting app. Uh, it's just normal text from me to you guys. As some of you guys know, it's where I, I launch um, episodes through. There'll be other things coming too, by the way. I also released the Clarity Workshop through there once before. I've got a new master class coming up here soon. Got some other cool things coming your guys' way too. Got some meditations coming up, all kinds of stuff. So get on the app. I promise it's going to be worthwhile, especially going to this last you know part of the year and especially going to 2024. Thank you guys for everything. Always appreciate you guys. Until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.